Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Okay, well, hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. It's a show just called Wishful Booking. We've been off for a couple weeks. and We have. But now the boys are back. We're back and we're booking wishfuler than ever. My name is Lee McNulty and I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, Jimmy? What's up? It's been, uh, I've, I've missed... I missed you. You know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I bet. It's, it's yeah. it feels like it's it's been like a month since we spoke to each other, right? As far as the listeners know. It absolutely well, has been. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Duh. 100%. Clearly, based on the feed. Um And we've been building some ladders in the meantime. Oh, we're still doing that. Good, good, good. But they're um, completed now. Yeah, well, I hope so. I mean, they're Sundays, built. They're all built. Sunday is only as far as it is away at the point that this gets posted. What kind of operation we run in here anyway? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I remember that NXT show we were talking about? You mean NXT? NXT, yeah. It's So it's happening on Sunday. Oh, the, the live show. The live show. So I realized yes. when I went deeper, I was like, oh no, it's happening the same day as Money in the Bank. <laughs> Take the pre-sale sold out and I kind of like forgot about it. My cousin's friend, ironically, um, and I, I kind of know them as well, got tickets and the guy bailed, so I'm actually going after all. Oh, dude, that's obviously a massive upgrade. Yeah, it starts you're, at five. You're better off. So I don't, I don't know if that was intentional where they started it early, so it'll yeah, be over by then. Maybe. I'm still not going to watch it live. But. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe go to the NXT show, and then if you can, just watch Money in the Bank just you know during the week or whatever. My point is that NXT will be more enjoyable, obviously. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. An NXT but, um, house show versus a WWE Network special. Yeah, and I'm excited because I didn't, I didn't think I was going. So, yeah, it's uh, awesome. that'll be cool. Yeah, congrats. So, let's, I mean, let's get right, right into it. So, we have a, an entire Money what? in the Bank card to well, yeah. get ready to, to cash in. Yeah. Well, well, one step at a time. We've got to preview the card, let alone whoever's going to win. Um, do you want to, should we, because we've been off, I mean... I don't know. I feel like we've, we've done enough episodes where people can probably ascertain what, how we feel for the most part about the last couple of weeks of programming. Do you want to yeah, um, I mean, cover a few things? Things are fucking confusing, and there's something called a wild card. I think we could devote a few minutes to talk about what the fuck that is. Um, oh, I don't that's think really we're going to the- make any progress, but go ahead. Do your best. No, I mean, no. well, there is none. It's just an attempt to uh, stabilize ratings, which are not working. Uh, SmackDown this past week posted the lowest rating, non-holiday rating ever. At a 1.85 million, Raw is, I think, doing not as bad, but it's not no, good. It's doing bad. The board. Doing bad. Raw is. Yeah, well, Raw's, Raw has seen an increase, not by week, a lot, but recently. This week, but last week right. is one of the lowest shows ever, and so on yes. and so forth. Like a few weeks back, like it's been trending down, and it's been pretty scary low. And I don't know. In my mind, at least with the wild card, whatever the fuck it is, Vince is, you know, appearing, or at least trying to appear to react to the ratings or whatever, if they even are. I mean, I don't know. But it, really, his answer to that seems to be fucking, we got to put Roman back on Mondays. Like, that sure is the answer. As far as, like, no, dude, uh, you know, it's just pathetic. He wants that to be the answer, but it's like, no, you actually have to write compelling stories. They have to write new stories, to be honest, because everything is just so formulaic and so... Just samey to the point. It almost doesn't even make sense if you're tuning in for the first time. A lot of the stuff. 
No, it sure doesn't. It doesn't make sense if it's three people coming over, four people coming over. If McMahon doesn't count because he's in really management, it's just very weird. And and, um, and if you've been keeping odd. track since he made that announcement, there's been more than or less. There's been not four on every show. There's been like four, and then somebody else comes into like you know what I mean. Like Shane will show up on Raw with Elias. It's like oh he doesn't count, but it's like but this is too much, too much. You're making me you're trying to make me think too much, and it's not working. No, it certainly is not. Um, but that's been, I mean, the, the crux of, of what has been different about the product as of late, really. Other than that, it's just been a build, the build to money in the bank, which um, overall looking at uh, not judging the build, but my anticipation for the card, I am, I think it's a solid card. I don't think they executed how excited we should be or could be well, Yeah, no, but it is a not. good card. It is a good card if yeah. you look at who's on it and the matches. It's all right. It's all right. It's weird that it, Money in the Bank is the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. It's yeah, I kind of like it, I think, that it's kind of like already setting someone up. It depends It depends what they do. If they're going to take the long approach and build someone and let them hold it for a while, yeah. or if they're going to do the short approach and let them cash in right away. If they let someone hold it for we'll a while... Because there's two matches. Yeah, good point. Go ahead. Yeah, so either way they do, they could, you know, it's the beginning of maybe hopefully elevating someone new, like a... Andrade, which if you saw SmackDown, spoiler is not going to probably happen. Um, well, maybe. And Who knows? yeah, I mean, uh, no, he didn't get a ricochet like, is probably not going to happen based on what I saw on SmackDown by that logic. Well, both of them to me are, are are eliminated personally, but yeah, agreed. Well, no, they're both still in the match, so you're wrong about that. Well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's actually a pretty good match. We'll get to that match and we'll talk about it in detail. But that's actually yeah. that match. All things considered, it's looking all right. But but just you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sorry. Do you want to go ahead? No, say whatever you have to say. Because other than, other than that, a lot of myself will just apply with the individual placement on the card and how they've been booking that rivalry on the shows in the past few weeks. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, you know, Roman, a lot of it is about Roman. Roman versus Elias. When Elias challenged Roman on SmackDown, I don't know if you realize this, but they had yet to announce at least half of the men's money in the bank participants why the fuck would Elias not want to be in that match? Obviously, for starters, this is just one to single out one of a thousand things. I mean, we've been off, so I don't want to just get off on a tangent here. But it's really all Roman focused, you know. This week on Raw, they have Roman on Miz TV, and Miz starts kind of sounding like a heel, and Roman has to correct him. This doesn't make any sense. Miz is a better face; he's just better at talking. You know, it's weird that they want to be like, well, Roman is the authority technically. They want to kind of establish this relationship where Roman's going to keep Miz in check. It's just they literally opened Raw and SmackDown the same exact way. They just added a few more people for SmackDown, dude. Yeah, right. And did you get the, like I did, like, that's the first inkling you get of SmackDown basically being Raw Light for that week. Where, yeah. where you know, if you go, if they go back to all one roster, which I, again, I don't think, I, I don't know, this is already too much, the the wild card bullshit. Yeah, it's a lot. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make any um, sense. We could start at there, though. We could start with, with Roman Reigns versus Elias, how this uh, developed when Roman Reigns came uh, to SmackDown as the real biggest acquisition. Uh, you know, so, I mean, obviously Roman is going to win. And the, the it goes without saying, despite my feelings for Roman, that I legitimately think this could be a match that Elias should win because Roman would lose nothing for it. Elias has been, like, teetering. You know, Roman has a point, And I kind of wish they pushed that story that Elias hasn't really done anything of note. But he has been laying around. He's been getting TV time. He's been, he's been inter interacting with John Cena, Undertaker, albeit not in the best 
locations, but any person who's dedicated TV time like Elias, Vince obviously something, and it's just time to book them strong. And I yeah. think this is an easy chance to um, let Elias, even if he wants to take every shortcut in the book, roll up with the tights or steel chair, a guitar. Uh, I think I think Elias should, without it, win this match. Oh, totally. And he's not. 100%. And he's not. Go- and he's not. And that's honestly relevant to me not liking Roman and loving Elias. I just think, like, for your hierarchy of your shows, Elias can enter that upper mid card heel level on SmackDown. But it's not going to happen. No. Um, yeah, it's not. And uh, he's going to lose, and I don't know where he goes from here. And that's my biggest. Losing to Roman Reigns isn't a bad thing. It's just where Elias has been right now. It's I think a make or break for him. Yeah, and it's not just losing to Roman Reigns because you're right. He absolutely should win. He's cooler, and that's why. I mean, it's one of many reasons why we're both certain that he's not going to beat that Roman Reigns. Obviously, going to beat Elias, but Elias yeah. is just cooler. The crowds are just naturally wanting to cheer for him more. Obviously, because he's obviously fucking cooler. And not only are they putting him in this situation, but aligning him just randomly with fucking Shane. Dude, we have to talk for a second about SmackDown, or, or, or Raw or SmackDown, whichever one it was this week, when Elias gets, you know, goes back to his, uh, the walk with Elias, well, and Shane can't help himself but to, you know, try and save face for the company in a way that doesn't actually make sense when you're not willing to give the initials any actually, like, fucking words that they, that they mean. So it's like, it's almost like they do, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm talking about the... The walk with Elias thing. My point, what I'm what I'm getting at is you're tying Elias's hands with fucking Shane for no reason. This whole thing is just so random and just off-putting. Very. Thank you. Great insight. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yep. What did you think of that when Elias said, we all know WWE, and we all know, and now he said something like Vince and Shane are behind me, so it's official. WWE stands for walk with Elias, and of course Shane was like, well, yeah, but it also stands for WWE, which in and of itself is like, what? WWE stands for WWE dipshit. Yeah, I didn't understand that really. I, I don't even know what the point of it was. Well, he he, what he was trying to say was, well, really, it stands for World Wrestling Entertainment. Except this weird fucking company in this. It, it's just a very unique situation, which kind of just you know it points out the hilarity of running away from the word wrestling. Uh, yes. Hmm. I, I I think it's you're just it's a right. we're trying yeah. we're doing our best here, dude. It's just such a fucking convoluted show. You have to under, yeah. at this point you have to understand the tropes of wrestling and the way the way they've done things for so long at this point and why they've done them that way to even understand the way that they book the current programming. I feel like no, totally, yeah, um, and that's why it's really easy to know that. Uh, Roman is going to win, and that is unfortunately the only thing to say about the match on Sunday. Yeah, except for, the like you said, that Elias should fucking win. For everybody, even Roman would be better off if Elias beat him. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, it, it almost seems way too easy to even happen, you know? Well, no, Roman's gonna win, 100%. Yeah. Bet the fucking farm. <laughs> yeah, that that's really, it's a shame. Uh, let's see here. Um, some something that that quick that I think ha- has been harmless is uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Um, yeah. I think this has been uh, that's what you want I out think, of a feud, of a WWE feud. You want harmlessness. Yeah, at least nowadays. Um, no, Vince does, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, right. Well, I, I just meant out of all the things wrong on the product, I don't think this feud has had any really sh- missteps per se. Because there hasn't been enough to it to be good or bad, I feel like. Um, yeah. 
Okay. But I like Joe's segment with Dominic, you know, Joe being imposing to Dominic. And I think that whatever they're doing at Money in the Bank was planned for WrestleMania. But Rey Mysterio's injury hampered whatever was going to happen in the match. That's why it was short. So uh, Dominic obviously is going to factor into this match somehow. Either I think he's going to turn on Rey or Joe mm-hmm. is going to attack Dominic and distract Rey. And that's how Rey loses. I think more likely the second one. You think Dominic's going to turn on Rey? No, I don't think that. I'm just saying that the the two WWE like booking scenarios are those oh, two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I believe that Ray might win this. By the way, that's my he prediction. Might. I mean, honestly, I don't want him. I don't want him to, but I think he will. Yeah, I don't even. You know, it, there's. It's so hard to tell nowadays what's going to happen because this man is. I, I don't know. He's he's not trying to do the right thing. It's. It, I mean, obviously, that's the biggest understatement I can make. He's only merely trying to give the appearance of trying to improve, I guess, ratings or whatever, without actually looking inward and reflecting on what he would consider difficult questions. So, you know, there's so much nuance to trying to predict this. But yeah, I guess if I had to put money on something, Ray's probably going to win and shouldn't. Right. And I will say that Ray Mysterio and Cesaro had what is in my top five WWE TV matches of the year this past Monday. It was a good match. Obviously, Cesaro botched the 619 a little bit. Whatever. Um, I thought they recovered nicely. To me, it looked like Ray... I had to watch it back to realize that, but to me, it just seemed like Ray made him fuck up. Yeah, honestly, intentionally. it was fine until Renee said Cesaro got caught in the ropes. And Cole, a second later, was like, actually, uh, Ray blocked the 619. He was like, teaching her how to commentate. Um, yeah, they had me fooled. My problem with this match was... I don't know why, like, certain things... Certain tropes of wrestling, specifically Raw, maybe it's because it's something I see so much, but this was like the straw that broke the camel's back for me with this specific trope. The interaction. Cesaro suddenly just being a total douchebag to Rey Mysterio backstage. Because you couldn't just you couldn't just schedule them to match, just uh, or schedule them to have a match, announce they're going to have a match, and then maybe because they're going to wrestle, there's some, at least there would be a reason why, you know, you know what I mean? Because Cesaro's... Just randomly, suddenly talking all this shit to Ray, talking about how his son looks more like Samoa Joe, just out of nowhere. And it's like, I gotta reverse engineer it. Like, oh, I guess this means they're wrestling. But really, it should be the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, they, they should, there should be animosity because they're wrestling, obviously. Um, I just think I agree and I disagree at the same time. I think that too often, because a wrestling match is booked, they have to manufacture in the ring do you not the feel fact like, that there's do you not feel like well they manufactured backstage do you not do you not think it was totally fucking random for Cesaro to randomly walk up and start you know but what it's I mean? not the first time I've seen that in wrestling in my like 15 years of watching though that's, that's why that's, I mean no 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 that's what we're both saying the same thing it's the millionth fucking time they, but they I don't notice it this time around like you are though I'm just what? I just but I don't notice it this time around like you seem to be is, is my point though like you're not wrong but like it's something that has happened. Cesaro is a heel. He's a bad guy. He's a bully. He's, you know, yeah. It's Why weird that he happened to be there. Why is company so afraid of announcing a match first? Like, it would make, it for me, it would make so, it would totally, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't be saying any of this. If they were announced to have a match, you know what I mean? Just, just there's a way to, to say, like, uh, we're wrestling tonight. Yeah, your son looks like uh, Samoa Joe. He's Samoa Joe's kid. All right, fine. No problem. I have no problem. But the fact that Cesaro randomly walked up to him, starts giving him shit, and that's how I learned because I've been watching for so long. I guess they're having a fucking match tonight, but that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense that, you know what I mean? I learned that these guys, I guess, are going to wrestle 
because this one guy randomly had to focus his this one heel had to focus his heel them totally randomly on Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't disagree. We just have a, a whole card to go through here. Um, yeah. You're, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I, I I enjoyed the match and I liked Cesaro and I wish that he was doing more. So all of that makes me enjoy that. More. Yeah. They're at least giving him. You know, they didn't just have him lose to a six one nine in two minutes. Vince at least recognizes that he's capable of putting on a decent ten minute match. Yeah. Which they, yeah, wrestling fans want to see. This you know. was one of a couple matches on Monday night where they actually felt like they gave him some time. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but no, all those points are definitely. Uh, we should have went over this match actually first. I don't. I don't really know if it matters, but uh, not it first, doesn't. but right after Roman and Elias. But Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I just want to get it over with since they've. I mean, I guess you. I, the only thing I liked about Monday's opening segment is the way that they at least. It was a boring way to open the show, but it semi attempted to interconnect. Roman Elias, Shane and the Miz, it acknowledged Roman and Miz's past beef. Yes, it's annoying to me as well that Roman has to be the, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it right now. The, uh, the, 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 the voice of reason. Oh, the voice of reason. No, like the yeah. voice of reason that, yeah. like, he has to be, be the one to, like, guide Miz back to being a baby face. Wait, yeah. basically the same thing you said. Um, the lesser good talker but, of the two. Well, that too, yeah. This match should not be happening again. I mean, this God, I've been saying this since fucking January at this point. <laughs> um, since this whole thing has gone on way too long, oh, and I really hope Miz, I really hope Miz just wins, and they don't feel the need to do a tiebreaker. If they do feel the need to do a tiebreaker, then I hope Shane wins, so, so it can be over. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's how much I want this to be done. Do you think Shane? If that's I, their logic. Yeah. Then Shane can win again. I guess. I mean, I feel confident Shane's probably going to win it anyway, but. And, and for some somehow Vince thinks that this is helping get Miz over. I don't know. But do you think there's a chance that Shane tries coast to coast off the cage? That just dawned on me while you're talking. No, I don't know how possible it would be. I mean, well, is there I a chance? You, yeah, you do it. It's definitely a chance. I, I don't. Get I don't hurt know. doing it, which you know it's fucked up, but it makes me want him to try it more in a way, in every way. Yeah, I mean. You know, never say never, as they for say. For his own good, because he, he needs to learn that, you know, not only are you 50, but you're the boss's son. I mean, he's booked as, like, you know, he's booked as being in, in contention with Miz. Meanwhile, this week on TV, we had a weird handicap match on SmackDown. That match obviously should have been Elias and Shane versus Miz and Roman. But Shane fucking, he's just, you know, he's, he's not a wrestler, and he's the boss's son, and he's 50. So... I think Miz should win too in summation. Okay. Yes to all of that. <laughs> yes to all of it. Also, just to acknowledge that uh, Tony Nese will be facing Arya Davari for the Cruiserweight Championship, and I'm 99.999% sure that Tony Nese is going to win. And that's about all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's about all I have to say about that too. Should we talk all about right. the other kickoff match? Yeah. yeah uh, I'm guessing I saw it was a tag team match. I'm guessing it's a couple it's uh four fucking jobbers basically. Oh uh, the Usos, that sucks. It sucks. What is it, the Usos versus Survival on the kickoff show? Is that what it is, Jimmy? Jimmy, tell me that's what it is, please. Right? No that no that's not what it is. But but the revival challenged the Usos to a match and it's a kickoff match, I mean they're both great teams, but we, so it's not so it's not an Usos match? It is an Usos match. But it's not the Revival? It's not. Huh. So I guess they're going to just squash a couple fucking jobbers? Is that what it is? Yeah. By the name of Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, who did not even have their belts with them this past Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so, the yeah, match is not even for the championship. Thing, to focus on one specific thing, yeah, they didn't have their belts with them on Tuesday. 
the match is not for the championship. And Usos are on Raw. So now I guess the wild card applies to pay-per-views as well. Well, the kickoff at least, apparently. Um, makes yeah, obviously, makes I thought, less I, sense, obviously. Makes less sense. Obviously, I felt the same thing that um, I don't know why this isn't the revival. I mean, Vince is really, it's so petty what he's doing with the revival. It's so obvious that he's just undercutting them at every point because of whatever real backstage contract negotiations occurred. Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're going based off rumor. I thought the Revival's promo on Monday Night was really good. But Very good. That's They're not, awesome. It's it's weird to have them challenge the Usos and then have the Usos wrestling for the SmackDown title. And my main thing about this was Daniel Bryan. This has to be the biggest month-to-month drop-off on a, on a pay-per-view for anybody ever. Guy, guy defends the fucking WWE title at WrestleMania of all nights. And then the next, literally the next pay per view, he's wrestling on the fucking kickoff show. Yeah, he's I equals, guess they felt like they had to put him on the show. But he's like, equals no. with Eric Rowan on the kickoff show. And don't get me wrong, yeah. Eric Rowan probably belongs there. Yeah, no, it's a shame. It's bizarre and strange, and I was very confused. Huh. And um, it's par for the course nowadays. I'd love to know how the real Daniel Bryan thinks about it. I can fucking almost guarantee you for sure that he hates it. Because what a reward for... I mean, him as champion was fucking awesome. That's yeah. that's what WWE needs. People people like that. People who are willing to 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 come up with stuff for themselves that's, that's I don't know, organic and, and just ingenious and outside the box. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I Were we going to talk about... This is off topic a little bit. Were we going to talk about the variety and the creative video? Or do you want to not... Um, I, I think we could we should stick to money in the bank. Okay, and then maybe we see how much time there is afterwards because we're only twenty five minutes in right now. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, spoiler: sure. I never watched the video, so there's that. So oh. I would have to watch it while I'm on the phone with you. Well, just picture propaganda where where people are like, "Oh, I come from this background. I come from this background. We all contribute to WWE." And then if you heard Wade Keller Monday night, there was a caller that called in that knows someone on creative who says they come oh, up with God. amazing storylines and they all get shot the fuck down by Vince, which P.S. is what we all know. That's what was so funny about the creative video to me. Okay. Yes. My issue with the caller on Wade, and I actually was going to talk about, about this, is that there is no veracity. Everything he said were things that we already knew because of A, obvious reasons, B, because we watched the product and we're fans, and C, because of actual dirt sheets that have circulated through the internet. And have never been confirmed. And I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe Wade Keller like vetted him before the show. But to me, everything he said, like, just seemed obvious. Like, I could have called and I could have cited, you know, articles from Sean Rossap online because I read those same articles. Like, to say, like, oh, I have a bunch of creative friends and we were out drinking. And I don't know. Did you hear what it just sounded so... Like, oh, I know creative friends. We're out drinking at a bar and I can't say this to you because, uh, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. But I can say this and... I don't know. It just seemed yeah, very. He started it with "I know what I can and I can't say," and he didn't give yeah, us anything that was super inflammatory. Which, nothing. Which he gave totally us nothing. Lines... That... Well, yeah. Nothing. Of course, he can't because he doesn't want to risk any of his friends' fucking jobs. But nothing was new. Nothing he said was anything that you would need to know someone in creative to know. Well, that's, everything that's, he honestly, said, I have known already. Honestly, that's why I bring up the creative video now. It's because Vince wants to just, you know, he wants everybody to take credit for the product because it's not doing well right now. But we all know, anybody who's been watching a long time knows, no, this is all going through the filter of Vince. This is a little also off topic, but I googled, I happened to google the McMahon family net worth, 
Would you like to hear about that? I don't know if you know, but it's interesting, I would think. I mean, I'm sure it's over a billion dollars. It's, it's very brief. No, according to Google, it's $12 million. And the reason for that is because they own like 780-something million dollars in stock in the company, which gives them 70... This is the McMahon family in general, including Vince, Linda, Shane, Stephanie, and Triple H. They own 76% of the company, and they have 96% voting rights, you know, for the, the, the stock board. market, I guess. Yeah, the board. Yeah. Which, you know, that's interesting. Is it surprising, though? Are does you surprised? It, does it strike you that they're only worth $12 million and and yet they're keeping so much invested in the company, 700 and something million? It seems like um, they're so desperate to hold on to control when their control of the company is what's kind of killing the company right now, in my opinion. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. It's just ironic. Because well, and then Vince gonna... has the ability to sell you know, some shares, like the XFL, for example, and stuff like that. I don't know if that's the reason. Oh, that's but, worth a lot. Uh, well, I mean, they just got a pretty decent TV rights deal, so I guess we'll see how that goes. But well, um, yeah, um, they're going to be on Fox, Fox and ESPN. It's, it's actually a pretty big, pretty big deal that they're putting that these TV networks are putting this much faith in a in a in a, in a formerly failed venture. I was like yeah. blown away when I heard that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, kind of mind-boggling so. that TV networks are putting as much faith into a shitty, shitty wrestling show, but, you know, it's the state of the world, I guess. Well, because, I mean, that answer is just down to contracts and legality, obviously. You don't just... Yeah, they have a lot of revenue streams, according to Variety. Yeah. yeah, and you don't back out of a contract when you have, like, a creative down slump that's lasted for about, I don't know, a year? 20 years? Oh, well, yeah, I guess it depends on how you look at it. It's been consistently bad for the for recently. I, I think wrestling fans are. I agree with everything that's being said, but the um, the optimist in me sees the talent better there, and sees NXT and knows to me that talent exists. It's just a matter of when will Vince eventually things like Bray Wyatt that gives me faith. That's the only I think, thing I right think now it that gives be, me faith. I think it could be failed at any minute. Well, and the fact that well, NXT that, yeah, is an entirely that makes me worried. Yeah. Right. Vince, NXT is an entire thing that Triple H is running, but Vince is allowing to let run. Like he may not watch, he may he obviously doesn't watch it week to week based on how he books, it books them on his own show. But he's still like allowing it. It's his funds that are being used to control it. So people need to remember that, that NXT is not this like independent. It, it's backed by Vince and Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, he doesn't run it creatively, obviously, which is why it's so great. But it still falls under the umbrella of the company that we all seem to everyone is is is. Is is misanthropic on which I understand why because I am too, but you know I yeah. I'm, I'm not Everything I'm not that like happens in, this in WWE panic. goes through the filter of mainly of Vince McMahon. The right. stuff and in it's NXT, been the that stuff way. in NXT is just thankfully a lot less in his stranglehold than yes. pretty much the rest of the company. So right, that's what makes exactly. it so good. Unfortunately. Right. See, that's what I'm so, talking yeah. about. Like, it, it's just it's so fucking obvious. Like, like Bray Bray Wyatt, the Bray Wyatt stuff has been great. Any longtime fan of the WWE watching this stuff, and we'll talk about what happened this past Monday, what it, how it kind of has culminated so far. But anybody watching this stuff can tell easily in a heartbeat, without question, Vince. This did not come from Vince McMahon's brain. You know, obviously he's approved it for now, as you alluded to, but it definitely did not come from his brain. And it has, without question, been the best part of Raw the past month. Phenomenal. So, 
and and the rating, you know, it's been the most widely talked about, the most uh, well revered part of Raw. YouTube and, views, and, and that's the, the yep. one part that we can say for sure did not originate with Vince McMahon. To me, just based on that alone, we can ascertain something. If there's anyone trying to trying genuinely to improve WWE's rating situation, there's a there's a clear message there. Something that was not created by Vince McMahon is easily the best part of Raw. You know, yeah, he, he needs accountability. There needs to be somebody I mean, who says, "Sir, you, you're not just you can't just you can't just shoot something down with no reason. You have to give us a reason. If the reason is invalid, then we're going to shoot you the fuck down because this is a publicly traded company." Yeah, I just don't. I listen again. I agree with everything that you're saying that the online internet is saying. I think my main issue is that it's just not changing anytime soon. Unfortunately, it's not. It's everyone's main for issue. They're open everyone, for business, has been said. Yeah, this will continue at least as long as Vince McMahon is alive. Yeah. As morbid as that sounds. Um, factually. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll blow himself up in a limo again. Um, well, let's hope it keeps this time. I was actually thinking if Vince is smart, they would run an, like an entire storyline where like Triple H... They kind of did it where like Triple H was like, the board wants to fire you. Remember that whole angle they ran? Where like yeah. Triple H had to fire Vince... Yeah, but that back, was like yeah, that, that was how they made, that was when they made they were trying to make CM Punk the CM Punk phenomenon be about Vince and Triple H. I remember right, but that's before Triple H really ran NXT or turned it into what it is today. So I feel like if they were smart and there was any, you know, not that Vince would obviously let this go since we know there's a lot of ideas that he doesn't let go. But I would like run that story again, and then the fans, the smart fans, will think, even though. Well, I guess the smart fans will realize that it's a storyline and nothing will really change behind the scenes. Bingo. But at least you can believe that people will think that maybe things will change <laughs> if Triple H is the one, quote unquote, put in charge of WWE. Or they do that, finally they do like the Shane, you know, they always wanted to do like the Shane Triple H match was always rumored for a while for like control yeah. of the company. Yeah. I feel like if they did that now, I wonder how much people would actually believe like, wow, like it's finally happening. Triple H is going to run... Yeah, there's this whole dynamic of of Vince in real life and Vince in kayfabe. Like, yeah, he he, you know, with the superstar shakeup, for example, he expected us to keep in mind that in real life he's in charge. So when he tells us on SmackDown there's going to be the biggest acquisition ever, we're supposed to believe him. But then when we tune into the show and his character in kayfabe is talking about Elias. We're not supposed to believe him. And when he's surprised by Roman being actually a part of SmackDown, then we're supposed to believe that he's surprised. But it's like, it's just, it's just, it's, right. it's too fucking murky. Yeah. We all know yeah, they just need to be more trans. They just need to be more transparent. But they never will be. Or he does. Yeah, he needs to know that everyone knows that he's in charge. And he needs to take himself the fuck out of it. I don't even know why he's on TV right now. Well, I mean, uh, he hasn't been in a good what um, two weeks, dude. That's something. You, did you have, did you notice his reaction to Kofi Kingston winning the WWE title? By the way, what do you mean, like in real life? No, in the in the product, you know, because he was so he was so consumed with trying to keep Kofi out of the WWE title picture. Did you catch his reaction to WWE to Kofi actually winning the WWE title? No, he didn't really seem to care all that much. Is that the yeah, point you're trying to make? That's the point I'm trying to make. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so it's almost fits, like you know, whatever fits the mold at the time. Yeah. Yeah. The rules are whatever we want them to be right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Okay, let's get back to Money in the Bank. Let's get into the uh, women's championship. Which? Both. Oh, well, okay. Right. We're multitasking. Well, uh, let's start with the Raw Women's Championship. Probably a good idea. I have been, I think, overall satisfied with the feud. I think for a first major feud, uh, Lace, Lacey Evans, the uh, real person, Macy Estrella, it's her real name, um, okay. admitted in an interview that she had no idea that she would be in this position so early and that she wasn't really uh, expecting it nor prepared, despite NXT being great. Because she never yeah. even had like a takeover match, for fuck's sake. So yeah, it's random as the fuck. character even it's acknowledged random as the, fuck. The, the real person even acknowledged that. Um, yeah. With that being said, I think she did a good job. Obviously, yeah, the match good. is going to be the match is going to be literally the most important part of all this. How she does there. Obviously, I hope it's a good match. I think it will be. I'm fairly confident that Becky Lynch will beat Lacey Evans. Hundred um, percent. Part of me thinks that they should subvert expectations and have Lacey beat Becky, and Becky beat Charlotte. So then Becky is protected from losing to Lacey because of the, whatever Charlotte does to her in that match. But I want, I think Becky Lynch needs to be on Raw for Raw's, you know, sake. Their women's division is not the best if you look at their money in the bank lineup. Um, yeah. so, so it's a hard trade-off because I think you could really make Lacey Evans. Um, now, again, you're now risking Lacey Evans being able to sustain this, you know, this ability to be on top. Um, so I'm not yeah, saying that I think it should her. happen. I mean, she's too, yeah. you know, she's too green. She's probably not comfortable. Right, expose her. Exactly. Yeah, counterproductive. Because I don't know if she would be, I'm, you know, I'm not saying she would, you know, I don't know if she, she would do good. Um, I mean, I think with how much they put into Becky Lynch being a double champion, I also think she needs to hold both titles for a while. I agree. Or at least through, I agree. or at least through one defense. Yeah, um, totally. And that's to show how unbiased I am because I am kind of sick of her, personally. I'm sure, yeah. I think that's Vince's fault for overexposing her way too much. I don't think she's doing anything bad well, necessarily. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a, little, I'm a little over it. I've been seeing it since August and I'm not seeing anything that new. Um, I don't think she's necessarily helping put Lacey over. I think Lacey's getting herself over. I think Becky Lynch's facial expressions when, when uh, uh, Lacey says certain things don't help get the heel over, which should be her main role. Um, she's not getting mad when she, she should be getting mad. She's like laughing at her and mocking her. Um, and at this point, she's already knocked you out twice when you weren't looking. So you belittling her and acting like that she's so below you kind of doesn't hold merit anymore because then she wouldn't have knocked you out twice if you weren't looking. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. That's how I feel. But, uh, I mean, you're essentially talking about sucker punches. And she... It's a weird dynamic. It's a weird first feud for... Or for half of a first feud for Becky. For both um, of them, technically, if you think yeah. about it. No, totally. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. So, I mean, they're both, I think, doing yeah. their best to remain who they are in this situation. Um, I did like the, I liked the double contract signing, I have to say. Yeah, yeah no, that was I good. Did. I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a good segment. I mean, basically, when, you you know, were you surprised to see where it led? No, I wasn't surprised. I just think that knowing where it was going to go, it, it, it didn't feel that uh, that. Um, uh, uh, laborious to get there. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed it as it went on. Yeah. I felt Lacey's comment, I think that's the one thing, too, Lacey made the comment about, like, you know, a thing swinging between your legs, because, you know, she's the real lady, and that's the whole the whole thing, and I don't right. know, I kind of wish Becky sold that more. Um, Becky kind of, like, you would think it was, like, a joke someone made in, like, a locker room. 
Um, the crowd <laughs> reacted to it. Yeah. But Becky didn't, you know? So the crowd obviously was receptive. But uh, so I think my final picks are... Um, this is hard because I, I, I think that Becky should retain both. And I think they might do it. But if I have to go in any direction, I would say that Charlotte will win the SmackDown Women's Championship and Becky will stay on Raw. Yeah, well, that's basically if they do them back to back, right? Like if they, if they uh, do it where it's like it kind of implied that Vince is sending Charlotte out to capitalize on a weekend Becky and, you know. Yeah, that would be the best way to do it, to protect Becky, if that's still the yeah. concern, which it has seemed to be for a while now. Yeah. Understandably so. Yeah. But yeah. You know, you know, it's it's weird to have Charlotte wrestling Becky for this title right now, right? Um. Yeah, I I, I don't think Charlotte should have beaten ba- Bailey when Bailey needed to win. I think Charlotte yeah. being in the Money in the Bank would have been a good transition for her. Just coming the main off event. of WrestleMania and her and Becky had already had a bunch of matches leading up to to WrestleMania. Honestly, I would have put Charlotte in the Money Money in the, in the Bank match and had Charlotte win the Money in the Bank. I know that's not a popular oh, thing to say, but I All think right, it would have fit. Thank you. All right, you got, you got me perfectly. glad that she's wrestling Becky. Cool. <laughs> there you go. What about you? What are you leaning towards, prediction wise? No, I kind of agree. I think I pretty much as exactly as you. I think Becky should hold on to both, and I think that will hopefully happen. But if they do it back to back, because Vince was kind of Charlotte was his his girl going into WrestleMania until suddenly cared more about the WWE title. So I could see them doing an implied thing where Becky's only just starting to celebrate her win over Lacey Evans for the Raw title, and Charlotte attacks her out of nowhere and winds up winning because of that. But that's assuming if they've hired that continuity writer. They didn't hire that continuity writer. This is out of the window. Well, you're saying if they didn't hire the continuity writer, then they won't have them wrestle back-to-back? Well, they won't remember that Vince is that Charlotte is Vince's girl. Oh, that's a good you know? point. Yeah, that's a good point. So they have to remember that first. So shit, you're right. They just have no way of knowing that even happened. Because <laughs> your idea is great, but yeah. that's just assuming they remember that part. It hinges on them remembering that that was a thing just month right. and a half ago. Yeah, precisely. Which isn't good. Precisely. Um, speaking of a title that Vince is also vested in, you alluded to it before, the WWE Championship. Uh, I think this has been okay. Not bad. Nothing. I mean, I think it could have been better. Bingo. I think Bleach Report gave the ending segment on SmackDown an A. I definitely would not give it an A. I thought it was convoluted as fuck. Uh, I don't think it was bad. It was just confusing and just all over the place. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Why is Sami Zayn there when he's going to be in the Money to Bank match? That's weird. Yeah. Like, what investment does he have in Kevin Owens winning? Unless they do something where... Sami Zayn wins money in the bank. Kevin Owens wins in a title, and then all of this healed. That wouldn't even you, work, you, though. You, 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 yeah, you read my mind. The only way that this wouldn't would, even work. The only way this would pay off is if Sami wins the money in the bank early in the night. Kevin wins the title. Sami comes out with the briefcase to celebrate with Owens, and he's just like, you know, he's his body language is like, no, 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 I have this, you have that. We're celebrating, and then he turns on Owens and wins the title. That would be the only thing that pays this off. But when Sami shows up on SmackDown, were you not like me thinking? Wait, Raw literally ended with Braun Strowman putting Sammy through a table and the commentator is questioning whether or not Sammy would make it to Sunday. To Money in the Bank on Sunday. It's fucking Tuesday, the day after. Yeah, I, I was not, but I, I should have been. Because, that, yeah, that's confusing. Like... For sure. I, it just screams that they didn't know they were going to do this on Monday. What ultimately happened on Tuesday. Yeah. 
Um, and then Xavier Woods feels very superf superfluous in all of this. Um, I, I get it. He's Kofi Kingston's person, but like, I don't know. It just... Yeah, it's sadly, just whatever. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it just it's very bland. Um, and I'm, I mean, I think Kofi's going to win. With uh, like a shady finish, though? Uh, no, I think he'll win this match clean. I think that if there's any chance for a cash-in the night of Money in the Bank, it's in, it's for the WWE Championship. So I think so Kofi, Kofi wins. And then gets cashed in on? Yeah. I think if there's any title of the four that could be cashed in on, it would be this one. Yeah. I'm not saying I think it will be. I just think based on Kofi's arc, it, you know, wouldn't hurt Kofi if he lost. And he would at least have, have a defense under his belt. Kevin Owens says, oh, we seem very uh, um, uh, uh, ancillary. What's that word? Ancillary? And, and auxiliary? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Arbitrary? Sure. I don't know. Uh, ancillary. Yeah, I sure. think you had it right the first time. Okay, yeah. In all of this, from his return to now being in this match, I think Daniel Bryan would have had a rematch if he wasn't injured. And then Kevin Owens was put in it because of Kobe Kingston's getting popular. And it was just all confusing and messed up and yeah. uh so uh, yeah i don't think there's for, wrong things for the wrong reasons yeah there was never a plan for him to win the WWE championship and i don't think that's going to start now yeah same hopefully yeah, totally. it's a good match i think there's I, a chance I, that they, they end sure it in a way that continues the feud for another month wow okay at stomping grounds <clears throat> oh god fuck yeah apparently i guess whatever because that's what it's called you know yeah, yeah, thanks for reminding me. I do. I do know that. Right? Yeah, yep, it is called that. You know, because Seth Rollins has Excited a Excited about that? Yeah, uh, well, I just... <laughs> I'm, I'm just... It's reaffirming what my pick is for oh, the Universal right. title I match. Oh, right, I forgot that was your logic. Yeah. But yeah, I am excited for Seth Rollins uh, oh! to still be champion during that. I left something out about the WWE Championship that I wrote down. Oh, they issued a press release, uh, and Kofi Kingston also acknowledged it on his uh, social media, that he is going to uh, Guana, Ghana, his hometown country, for the first time in, I don't know, over a decade. And there is no fucking way, and he's going after Money in the Bank, obviously, and there's no fucking way he's not going to be bring, he's not bringing the title home. So that is the oh, reason yeah. why for he's the, definitely winning. For the big Ghana homecoming, sure. And that also eliminates the cash-in. So I take it back. He's going to be champion for a very long time. All right. Well, not a very long time. I don't know when the... Through Ghana, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if they specified when the match is happening, actually. Not the match. The Ghana. The homecoming. Right. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how we are pronouncing it currently. Okay. I think that's... I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Ghana, West Africa. Yeah. Realistically speaking, it, it can't happen before Money in the Bank. I don't think he's going to go to West Africa, and then you know, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, um, he's not going back home without a title for sure. Right. So that's just unless one thing he that loses I had in my notes. and then he goes back home because he lost it. You know, in storyline, that would be interesting. They would, that, and they're going to be filming that document that that journey. So that would be a sad documentary. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's weird. It's weird. It's he's, he's, his title reign is kind of. WrestleMania was great, but ever since, it's just been kind of wishy-washy. Yeah, well, it's because of the first feud they chose, I feel like. so Among other maybe things, I mean, Biggie got injured. It would help if he had his whole crew with him. And yeah, the way that they booked this feud, to have Kofi be surprised that Kevin Owens did what Kevin Owens fucking always only ever does, definitely didn't help. But just to put a bow on the conversation, I agree with you. I think Kofi's gonna retain. 
Totally. Um, okay, so that was the WWE Championship, Universal Championship. Uh, AJ Styles challenging Seth Rollins in a match we've all been waiting for. And we I didn't expect it to happen so soon. You were excited at first about this match happening so soon. Are you still excited after seeing the build? Um, definitely less, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't think it was bad, but I just still well, don't think it needs to be done right now. Yeah, really, I don't think I, I would. I don't think I would call it bad because I don't think they should have. Need, or I don't think they needed to do a lot to begin with with it. I love the, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. That's you know for me that's almost enough. Exactly the promo. That's why the promo, the video they did this Monday, the the hype package they did. Great was awesome. Yeah, it was totally. Fun and Rollins say. acknowledging that they actually had a match because I was praying somebody would. Um, yeah, and yeah, and the couple weeks before though is what I have an issue with because. Basically, two of the top babyfaces in the company have to be fucking idiots when it comes to misunderstandings with each other. It's literally the only way WWE knows how to book babyface feuds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know we, we've seen that before, and it's never good when we see it, but I guess that's well, why I wasn't... It's every time two babyfaces feud. Anytime two top babyfaces feud, they have to be testosterone-filled fucking morons when it comes to, you know, shit that happens in the heat of the moment. Oops, I hit you. Yeah. I didn't mean to. We could both get past it if we were who we usually are, but we're not. For some reason, we're just Neanderthal cavemen that have to just be at odds. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, okay, outcome-wise, I don't. I definitely don't think AJ Styles is winning the championship. That's off the table for me. Yeah, no. Um, Agreed. But I also am not totally sold on Rollins straight-up winning. Clean. I'm thinking, I feel like I thought of someone who would interfere in this match that would make a lot of sense, and then I literally spent all day trying to think about it for when we record. Can't think of it. Uh, I don't even know if it existed at this point, but I was so sure that I had something on my mind that would have been good. Well, I mean, But I got somehow, I got to a logical no finish that would actually make a second match make sense. But I can't remember what it was. So <laughs> it really does nothing. does nothing for say. us now. Yeah. Um, but what I, I was thinking of, and I think we may have discussed this on the show, is that because the money in the bank, there's two money in the bank ladder matches. Um, you have a, both. You have both big titles defended. I don't think people would be upset if there is a non-finish in this match if they have a really good match. If it yeah. makes you want to see a second match, there's a way to accomplish a non-finish that isn't like fuck you guys. Um, yeah. So I would do. You can either have someone attempt to cash in and then them both thwart it, but it's still a no contest, or. A no count out, and then someone else, I think you said this, that someone else gets involved in the meantime, and then that's how you extend it to SummerSlam. I think you you and I both came with this together. You said it on one yeah, of the shows recently. Like, whoever wins money in the bank. Yeah, but they wouldn't win the title, is, well, no, is my they thing. Because you would need a title team. on AJ and Rollins still. Right. Well, you make it a triple threat feud, and this way you kind of preserve AJ and Rollins for down the road. Yeah, we talked about that for sure. But then the person would lose the money in the bank briefcase then if they're using their contract to, right, get in the match? Yeah, Wouldn't no, work I better don't think they should do this. I'm just, it's it's a possibility. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's, Seth's, Seth's going to still be champion after Sunday. I mean... Yeah, you know, if I know Vince, I think the they just might have, I think they just might have AJ lose. Possibly. Maybe you have Seth, like, take uh, a shortcut, but not turn him heel. Hmm, it's a repeat of last month, in other words. Yeah, I mean, that could kind of become his thing if it's working, and then maybe it, that calls into question his, you know, morality and character, and that could be a thing if they want it to be, but they probably can't tell that complicated story. So, well, it's, 
It's obviously different if he does it to Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. That makes him more of a heel, just by default. Sure, but I think in both of their promos initially after the matches set up, they made reference to the fact that they have to go to any lengths necessary, even against each other. So it would kind of tie that together. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think Rollins is just going to win? Do you think... Yeah, I think Rollins is just going to win. May- I mean, maybe in a way that, again, it's it's, you know... It's like, it's like the WWE title. Maybe in a way that, that makes it so that they can wrestle again in a fucking month or whatever. But Oh, no. You know, I had heard, heard the idea floated that Lesnar shows up and interferes. To oh, set up Lesnar versus what, Rollins at the fucking Saudi show. Yes. That was my idea. Yes. I swear. I, um, well, right. yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I believe you, even though it was said by me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that would also be a total repeat of when Roman and Strowman went to a no contest because of Brock to set up Crown Jewel. But true, 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 true. Um, so that's another thing. I just this fucking company is just crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think everything we've said today would make all the listeners think we believe that. Good. Then we're then we're presenting ourselves the way we feel because yes. It's just, you know, everything we've said today up until this point has not even gotten into the fact that they're going to fucking Saudi Arabia again and, you know, what the show is called, what we know about the card so far. But they will be going for the next nine years. I just want everyone to acknowledge that. Okay, well, more so what we know about the card so far, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. They're they're soulless for going for the next nine years, for making a ten-year deal with a country that just killed a fucking journalist. Obviously, dog shit. But just what we know about the card... And the fact that it's a Saudi version of a show that happened in Australia last year, you know. Yeah, just Undertaker crazy. versus Goldberg, Randy Orton versus Triple H, the, the biggest battle royal ever. I don't know how you man, have 50. 51-man battle royal. Oh, I thought it's 50. Wasn't the greatest Royal Rumble 50? Kids, it's the biggest battle royal ever. It's the same size battle royal as the fucking last time we were there, idiots. Well, a battle royal is different than the Rumble, though, because the battle royal, you start in the ring. Well, I think that's what they're going to tell themselves. It definitely said Where do you start in the, the biggest Royal ever what? Where do you start in the Royal Rumble? Not in the ring? No. no I'm just, I'm just fucking around. Wh- yeah, it's basically oh, the same thing though. It's basically the same right. thing. They all come out at once. Um, it's basically the same thing. I guess. Yeah. Fifty guys in the ring yeah. at once. I'm sure that'll be fun to watch. No, it won't be. No, yeah, it was hard for my eyes when I saw the Andre Battle Royal with them all at once. I literally thought they didn't fit. I, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Yeah, especially um, right after they all fucking walk out in a single file line, like what are you thinking here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. To finish out the money in the bank card, though, a lot of things happening in this crazy world. We can't contain ourselves today. Yeah. Um, the crazy world of an old man's brain. Go ahead. Right. The women's money in the bank ladder match. We have Natalia, Naomi, Dana Brooke from Raw. And from SmackDown, we have Mandy Rose, Carmella. We have Bailey. And finally, last but not least, we have Ember Moon. Thank you. <laughs> I was really hoping you would chime in. <laughs> yeah, you were. I don't think it was obvious. So you have some news for us? We now know that Alexa Bliss is out of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. I'm very sad by that, obviously. Of course. Um, it's it funny because when they introduced Nikki Cross and didn't have Alexa Bliss wrestling, I had a feeling it had to do with injury, but it, the segment definitely ended with us under the impression that she would be wrestling. Which makes me think they were confident she would. Yeah. But I definitely think that there was some knowledge backstage that maybe 
she's not ready to go. So they Maybe. did that segment. Right. Um, Except they ended it with her climbing the ladder and grabbing the case. Nikki Cross will be the one to replace her, although it would be pretty awesome if uh, Sasha Banks comes in, turns heel, and wins the briefcase. She could <laughs> also still do that by taking out Dana Brooke, <laughs> but um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Highly unlikely. But Nikki Cross will be the one who replaces Alexa Bliss, which would be good for her. And um, I don't think it'll affect Jeez. the outcome of the match because I don't think Alexa Bliss is going to win. Yeah, um, Nikki winning would be fucking awesome, though. Yeah. But it won't happen. It's honestly a miracle she even won Monday. I thought the fatal four-way on Raw was actually fairly good. Very surprising. Not that I thought they would, it would be a fucking awful match, but, like, I don't know. They kind of went all out for a TV match, I thought. Yeah. No, definitely. It was good. Backing up for a second, what did you think about oh, the backstage yeah. segment between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross? Um, I think that... I am hoping that it's a new character arc with Nikki where she is either has multiple personalities and or Alexa Bliss will be manipulating Nikki Cross and it'll be this whole thing that eventually Nikki Cross breaks off and Yeah, but that doesn't you know, explain why Nikki Cross was like that just walking up to Alexa. Well that's why I'm I, I think I have to give it time that people in the audience interpret it as Nikki Cross now has like multiple personalities. Which I think would be a good gimmick. But I don't believe that the commentators didn't acknowledge it. That's why I'm afraid that's right. not it. It was odd. No though. one said, like, oh, Nikki looked a lot of very, you know, the straight hair. But when she came out live, she was that Nikki Cross again. Yeah, she was normal. So that's what made me think, like, okay, like, Vince can't be doing it. Like, you know, it was a pre take segment. Her hair was completely different. Like, I'm, I'm kind of going to give him benefit of the doubt, shockingly, at this stage right now, that it's it was intentional and that it's going to lead to something that I'm actually very interested in because I like Nikki Cross a lot. Um, they have every right and reason and possibility to fuck it up, but uh, if likely. they're going in the direction they could go, I am excited. <laughs> but again, I, I don't have faith that that's the direction they're going to go. They can go in every direction, but yeah. Oh, totally. I don't know. You didn't get that impression at all that it was like, oh, that's what they're doing here. That now she's like, I don't know. It makes the most sense. Nice to me here, but we're crazy in the ring. Or she like, was trying to get into that match, and then that's why she wanted is you know she was trying to get in the match to make a name for herself. And the way that she figured she had to do that was to be more of a normal person when she was approaching Alexa Bliss. That's how I you know if I'm trying to make sense out of it in my head, that's the only way it makes sense. She had to be her normal self yeah, in the match to actually fucking win it. But to get in there, she had to be weird and fucking normal with Alexa. Weird and normal. Normal-ish, obviously. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, But I like how, like, she won the match, which I don't know what that says about, like, the Money in the Bank competitors, that none of them won the match, and they have the match on Sunday. Like, did you think about that at all? Well, yeah, but I mean... Like, good for Nikki Cross, but, like... What the fuck does that say about everyone in the match? Let me tell you what it says. It says they all have an equal chance. Because what do we know? We know that whoever won this match on, yeah. on Monday was probably not going to win the match on Sunday. Well, WWE found a clever way to circumvent that. Yeah, I guess I, you just made me like it in a matter of a minute. So that's props to you. Yeah, I kind of realized it while you were saying that. Like, yeah. Yeah, they just okay. put somebody who, at least at the time, didn't have a dog in the fight on Sunday. Um, This is a very hard match to predict. Who's going to win the briefcase, I have to say. I don't. Uh, I don't think the men's is hard at all, to be honest. But we'll get there. Oh yeah. Because um, you don't know what you don't know. For the women, I think that Bailey realistically needs it for her career and where she's at. But I just don't see her carrying it. Yeah. I just yeah, don't see it. Not. If she won, I'd be happy for her. And I think that they could totally do a babyface 
holding it. It would be new. It would be f- not new, but less old, uh, newer. We haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. So that I think is my vote mm. for who probably should. Uh, someone else that I think will actually win and I wouldn't be mad at is Mandy Rose. Yeah. Okay. Carmella won already. I don't think Amber Moon will get her first title uh, win in the briefcase. Um, I don't see Naomi winning. I don't see Dana Brooke winning as much as she's been slowly climbing the ladder, no pun intended, very, very, very small steps. You know, she had a good yeah. spot on Monday. That was, you know, a, the biggest thing she's literally ever done in her career ever. Um, yep. Uh, who else? Uh, Natalia, I know that it would be a waste for me. Um, I think that's... And Alexa Bliss, I love Alexa Bliss, but, you know, we, we want to see something new. Yeah, desperately. And that's coming from a big Bliss fan. <laughs> so, Possibly um, the biggest. Bailey and Rose are my two. I think Rose has a more realistic chance. How about you? Um, I think, yeah, Mandy Rose is sounding like a strong candidate to me. But if it were up to me, I would probably give it to Amber Moon. Okay. Why? Just because it seems intriguing. You know, okay. No other reason. Maybe turn heel with it. Maybe not, depending on who the champion is. Because I, sometimes I like the face cash in when it's just, it's somebody who you didn't expect to be champion even though they had the briefcase and it was a heel that really, you know, deserved comeuppance. I say fuck it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset by any, that's the thing, I, I don't think, the only one I'd be upset with, Dana Brooke, and I feel bad, obviously. is Dana Brooke. Yeah. And I feel bad saying yeah. this because, that's you know, as, as, we, as we know from the Wade Keller insider, Dana Brooke is, you know, the hardest worker and, you know, and I believe all that. She comes across that way. But, um, I, you know, it just doesn't translate into in, in, in yeah. ring work for me. Her plastic surgeon is definitely the hardest worker. She, oh, man. I don't know about that. I just, you know, it's hard for me to get behind her. And when I listen to her talk, it's even harder still. So I would work on that. Well, it was pretty sad when, when her, her boyfriend suddenly died of an over, of I don't know what he died of, but I forgot. I, was it yeah. overdose? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it, it was also sad when Roman Reigns got cancer. But you know what? It didn't make me want him to win the money in the bank. Yeah, but we're still kind of even wondering if that actually happened. Oops. Well, you are. No, you are. I mean, uh, you know. I am. Totally still am. You flat earther too. All right. So we're kind of on the same page with who we think will win. <laughs> Finally, we have the men's money in the bank. On the Raw side, we have McIntyre. We have Ricochet. We have... Oh, boy. We have Corbin, of course. And we recently have Sami Zayn, yeah, because Strowman is uh, has the IQ of something dumb, a pile of, of 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 wood, basically. Well, dumber than the two of us, I'm guessing. When when they made this match uh, with Shane, did you not know this was going to happen? Because I feel like most people watching Raw did. Um, I knew that Shane had a plan to, or rather McIntyre and then we're all going to, I did not actually believe that Strowman was going to get out of the match though. Oh. Honestly. Okay. I saw it coming where like they would team up, but I thought Storm Strowman would like overcome the odds and then there'd be like heat for Sunday. Well, and that's yeah. like the little mini plot. Um, I was no, very then Strowman would have confused. to win on Sunday if he's going to overcome three people on Monday. Yeah, no, I, I don't ever believe any of that. I don't, I... You and I differ in that line of thinking. You, you're always very like all or nothing with things like that, and I get your line of thinking. I'm not the same way. I don't believe that Kofi Kingston has to win the Royal Rumble because he has all these spots. I don't believe that you're A right. has to equal. Yeah. I don't believe that A equals B. Bad um, example. You're in a match. Strowman can get thrown through ladders. Someone else climbs the ladder. It doesn't hurt Strowman at all. There's seven other people in the ring. No, no, that doesn't hurt. That's him. not me saying that he would have to win. That's just based on the WWE. The way well, whoever's saying it. Whoever's saying it, I don't okay. think it's true. Well, um, it's Vince. But I was surprised that Zayn is now in the match, 
and it made me wonder you know did, did, did mcmahon randomly believe that um uh, I don't know if I believe that Strowman. Obviously, Zayn is a better worker than Strowman, but in a match like this, Strowman adds. Strowman was responsible for most of the good spots last year, if I'm speaking bluntly. But the man doesn't want to figure out a way for for Braun to not win in this match. Well, I think I think that's it, and I also wonder if McMahon literally wants Sammy to win the match, and that's how they got him in. We'll see about that. I mean, I don't. I, you know? honestly, the Kevin Owens thing that we already talked about would be perfect for my money. If he's going to win, that's what should happen, in my opinion. Okay, so what do you do about the fact that Sami Zayn has been, like, spewing venom to the audience and basically that's a pseudo babyface thing to do? Does he still... What? Don't you think it ruins What's the a possibility? What's babyface thing to do? Well, if, if Owens, who has been getting booed against Kofi Kingston, wins the WWE Championship and Sami Zayn cashes in on him, don't you think Sami's going to get cheered? No, I think it is yeah. an interesting dynamic. I, I, it's something new. That's what. That's what. Makes yeah, me I don't know if I. But but you of all people should not trust Vince to handle something new right now. Is my point. He can't handle the, yeah, the what's regular the stuff. Point of any of this, then, if it, you know, it's all going through Vince. We're, we're you know. Well, yeah. I'm wishful I mean, booking. I'm wishful booking, which means that Vince just decides that you know what. I'm trying to run a profitable enterprise and produce a TV show with a target demographic that I am literally the exact opposite of. So maybe I should put literally yeah. anyone else in charge. I mean, I was also wishful booking before, and you, um, you, that's the same reason you gave me, but okay. Mm, but it's different, though, because what I said falls under wildcard rule. Fair enough. That's how that works. Um, yes, I think it'd be interesting if Sami Zayn is, wins. I think, I don't want to be a dick and say I think it's obvious, but I'm... You already kind of implied it was obvious. 80% positive Drew McIntyre will win this match. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could. He definitely could. And what, 20, 20% Samuel and fuck everybody else? Um, Let's see. Uh, definitely not Corbin, although if Vince wants to complete the complete hatred that we have for him, he'll do that. Um, I mean, definitely it's not, not Rick- totally out of the room possibility. Okay, I'm going to change it. I'm going to say 70% McIntyre, okay. 20% Zane, and 10% Andrade. Yeah, I mean, Andrade would be, would be great, obviously. But him winning that fatal four-way, even if Ricochet still stood tall, I don't know. To me, Ricochet and Andrade were off the table immediately. McIntyre is the only one. He wasn't really featured on Raw that much. They they could be doing them for that reason. I could see Andrade or Ricochet winning and having the the thing that happened on SmackDown happen on SmackDown because it led to you saying that just now. You know? Yeah, but we always say that. And you'll be shocked when one of them fucking wins. We always say that, but more often than not, that theory is usually works that whoever is on top does not wind up winning. It, it unfortunately has become true more often than not. Yeah, but Vince is trying to shake things so up. So I hope that I'm wrong. Excuse me, he's trying to wild card things up. Right, because that's a verb now. You're right. Yeah. I think that Andrade should win, by the way. I think Zelina yeah. holding the briefcase, he's perfect for it. Uh, you give him a long run with it, like four or five months, cash in it like Survivor. Oh, I think he'd be perfect. That's my vote. But yeah. I, I don't I don't yeah. know if I um trust it. Yeah, no, that it's, it would happen. It's, it's very Actually hard happens. to trust it. Very yeah. hard to trust. It. I think Andrade or Ricochet would be awesome. Oh yeah, of course. I love Ricochet. I mean, yeah, he's another one that awesome. I would like Pretty to much win. Anyone besides Corbin and Orton, in, for my money, would be awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, who is your actual vote, though? Who are you actually predicting? Huh? Are you flipping a coin? No, I'm just. What? No, yeah, yeah. I have a, uh, I have an eight-sided coin that I'm just flipping real quick. Hang on. 
because you know it's a lot to keep track of. I'm really confused. I think Andrade. Yeah, I think Andrade. Trying to picture the cash in, bro. Trying to picture the cash in. Was that his theme song? Not his, no. His is the best one, I think. Or McIntyre could work, too, for that reason. Or Sammy, like we were saying before, so. Uh-huh. I mean, ruling out, you know, like I said, Orton and Corbin. I think basically anyone else could be cool, but officially I'm hedging my bets. All right. Well, it's a good thing we've gotten through the card here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, are yeah. there any other extraneous matters to discuss? Um, I have an opinion on Lars Sullivan, but I don't think I'm going to do it this week based on time and our states of mind at the moment probably was and it could be borderline controversial so i don't know if i'm going to go there but that's a good hook for next week yeah because i will i will remember it yeah tune in for that I, one thing i will say about Lars sullivan controversy aside and i'm sure you've noticed this dude is very uncoordinated um can you elaborate i mean there's been at least that whole thing with noah jose last week when they were doing that back and forth assault, there were at least multiple times when he almost fell over. When he was like giving a move to Oh Jose. yeah. I heard people saying that. I didn't catch it, but I, I believe that it oh, definitely you, happened. Well yeah. I'm sure they cut it from the YouTube version. But if you were able to watch it back live, like, you know, as it happened, uh not on YouTube, you would see there there were multiple times he almost fell over. It was it was reminiscent of the Phantom Kick from NXT that you hate. Okay. Like he just he's he just I don't know. It's a hard guy to get behind anyway for me, outside the allegations, which I'm sure is... Is that what you were going to talk about? No, I was going to talk about how I feel about his fine and the whole opinion towards the things that he said. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I mean, the allegations. like, the, Well, I guess the things he definitively said, not allegations. Um, but I am curious to see where he goes next week, because I feel like this week they, they were very timid with it. Yeah. intentionally well rightfully so um in the least oh wait look at this uh just announced matches for super showdown i don't know where this uh, leaked more? but it looks pretty legitimate drew mcintyre braun Strowman. oh my god makes sense based on what we've seen Bro- uh kofi kingston kevin owen for the WWE championship makes sense based on what i said finn Balor versus andrade for the ic title makes sense based on a couple weeks ago Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. Booyah, that's your idea, courtesy of me. Uh, the 50-man battle royal has Daniel Bryan, Bobby Roode, The Miz, EC3 front and center, which is interesting. AJ Styles, Cesaro, Elias, Baron Corbin, one of the Usos, Buddy Murphy, Bobby Lashley, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Sami Zayn, and Cedric Alexander. And get ready for this one. Oh, no. Roman Reigns. Roman oh, Reigns versus... No, no, no. He's not in the battle royale. This is a separate... Oh, I, I saved this for last. Go ahead. Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. Wow. For the first time there. I mean, it's, clearly they're building to that weird fucking match. But it's weird. At least we don't have to see it at SummerSlam. It. Well, well hopefully not, the for, last not for the first time anyway. At SummerSlam. The, uh, stop saying that. I want it to be the first and last it's time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter what the fuck I say. <laughs> clearly. Maybe Vince will have a change of heart when he is somehow surprised by what a god-awful match these guys are definitely going to have. You know, the first time around and not do it at SummerSlam. We're going to really quickly, though, have to talk about the Firefly Funhouse, the most recent Oh my god, yes, of course. And whether or not you think he's going to show up in Money in the Bank. I okay. mean, Slash, um, I fucking really want him to. I want to see what he looks like live. Go ahead. I don't think... Wait, okay, I loved it, first of all. I think that I was texting with a friend who I'm actually going to the show with on Sunday, and 
he was like, you need to watch this right now. I'm like generally scared. Holy shit. The reaction online was incredible. I found a video that was aired in the arena uh, before watching it on Raw and like the live reaction was great. It was stellar. Um, just the way it was produced, the way how the music was the music that we heard in, in the beginning promos in the background when we were all like, oh, they're going to fuck Bray White up again. Look at this puppet and this weird music and it all connected back again. Yeah, um, All of it was just a detail that you could tell this is planned out. Like I think literally I'm pretty sure all of these are already filmed. It's, I don't think it's a matter of doing them on the fly. No, Let's yeah. do it. It's all done. Yeah. Uh, the mask is fucking awesome. Um, I'm almost shocked that if this is what well, I think it will be, Vit Bray's ring attire, I'm almost shocked that Vince is letting it look that realistic. Um, he literally looks like an American Horror Story character named yeah. Twisted. Um, yeah. The pants are great. The look is awesome. Uh, it, it was all amazing. The yowie wowie. It, I was blown away by it. Um, yeah. It has more than 2 million views right now on YouTube. So obviously it's, it's, it's hitting on all cylinders, metric-wise, review-wise. Um, I don't think he should be at Money in the Bank. I think that you should let this simmer. Not simmer. That's not the word. Um, you should let this build anticipation as much as you can without ruining it and waiting too long. But I don't think Sunday is the right time. I think you either yeah. market it for like, I don't know. I want to see him. I want to see him live. I'm anxious to see him live. That's why I said Sunday. But you're right. No, I'm this with you. I am the right too. Time. I am too. But I think that <laughs> I would give it another pay per view cycle. And do you debut him like like he was on Monday at the end um, first, or do you debut? Is there actually an iteration of him in ring as the you know Mister Rogers fucking that's kids a great, host? Great question. There are so many th- directions to go with this. Um, because we know what's to come, we can do the Mr. Rogers one first, maybe like backstage in a segment. Yeah. And then either that same night, like maybe have that in like a pre-tape segment. And then like the end of the show, whatever feud, apparently there's a rumor that he's going to feud with Samoa Joe. I don't know what merit that has, but apparently he tweeted at him or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, he tweeted at him. It was weird though. I can't see them using it in storyline. Okay. Um, this is about the Ray feud. Okay. Yeah. He, and then he's, he also tweeted at, uh, Seth and Roman, and then tweeted to John Moxley, which I have a whole theory that John Moxley is really going to be in WWE, but that's another story. Yeah, you're wrong also, about that, right but that is the third story, I guess. Um, wait, you think I'm right that he will be in WWE? What? No, I said you're wrong about that. Oh, gotcha. I got his hopes up real quick. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't think I would debut him right away for the first time to the light crowd. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I really don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. But it's awesome. Uh, I, I, so, I it's it's so it. good. Yeah. But it, it's just a matter of he needs to win like everything. So that's the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I almost feel like he doesn't even need to wrestle. That's <laughs> kind of where I'm at with it. I almost yeah. don't think I want him to. Yeah. Like, I want to see him in the arena and in the ring, but, like, have him fuck shit like- up or torment people or do, like, an Undertaker kind of thing. Like, I don't know if... I want him in a feud right away just because he needs to be. Yeah, say how you really feel, though, because everything you just said was was a little bit scattered, but it's it basically saying the same thing. You said, you know, he's going to have to win, and then you started saying, if they well, made maybe, him to again, maybe he doesn't even have to wrestle because he's awesome like this, and I don't want him to get ruined. So basically what you're saying is Vince is going to fuck him up. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what I'm saying is that I doubt that he's not going to wrestle, so that's why I said he needs to win, but yeah. I wouldn't have him wrestle. Like I would wait because till he's like probably SummerSlam. gonna lose if he does. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would ha- I would wait till like SummerSlam and really find an opponent that 
maybe Alistair Black, because Alistair Black has been doing those like promos, then you risk Alistair Black losing as well. But in this case, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, it's just not a great first feud for either of them, though. Personally. I mean, we could do Sister Abigail the right way. Well, she's Abby now, puppet. I mean, uh, not Sister Abigail, Finn Balor the right way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, that would remind people about the Sister Abigail feud. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, we'll, we'll I don't think it would with how good this is. I don't think it would. I was thinking he could show up and and this is random, and I, I don't really think it's going to happen. But just thinking about him showing up at Money in the Bank. Not that I think they should necessarily. They just got it in my head by doing that awesome reveal on the go-home show. So there is a match that he could show up for and kind of affect an outcome that we already kind of decided on. Bray Wyatt could show up and fuck around with AJ Styles. Maybe. So you'd have him be heel? Wait, he's a heel. He's going to be heel. He's, he's cool as hell, know. and that he's makes him get, heel in 2019 WWE. Yeah, I guess in that respect, but he's going to get cheered. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Most of the cool heels do. Yeah, but um, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome, and it was unexpected. I mean, I was already just ecstatic with everything thus far with the Firefly Funhouse. So to have this when he just started, you know, th- the whole way they presented it and the character is awesome. I'm intrigued, and yeah. Is that it? We talked about everything? Um, I think I'm comfortable with, with uh, tabling it for today, yes. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Bucking. I'm Lee McNulty, at me up to 11 on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. Like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking. Email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And uh, put the money in the bank. Build the ladders. Build gonna, them all up. You know, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's going to be a show that's produced by Vince McMahon. So hopefully it'll be good, but probably it'll seem like I just said. And if there's one thing you take from this entire podcast, it's that Liam does not like Vince McMahon. It's not that you don't like him. It's just that, you know, find another line of work at this point, old man. Yeah, I don't think you like him that much. <laughs> well, yeah. And Jimmy loves him, apparently, by contrast. Okay. <laughs> it's just it, it's, it's just too much him. It's too much him and not enough wrestling show. Yeah, definitely. That's the problem. All right. Enjoy the show. We'll talk to you guys next week. So long. That's my Back in your way